Welcome back to another episode of Toys on Tap. I am so stoked to bring on this artist, Hella Radical Toys. Yes, one of my favorite people. You cannot miss his work. From the clean cast to the crazy colors, it is impeccable. To support the show, you can follow us on all social medias at Toys on Tap. You can jump on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Toys on Tap. You can also just do the easy thing of liking and following anywhere where you get your podcasts. And if you want to go the extra mile, rate and review, it helps get this podcast in front of more ears so that this podcast can spread worldwide. Now let's get to this episode of Toys on Tap. Can you hear me with these headphones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Your voice went yeah. like real Morgan Freeman all of a sudden. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, yeah, Toys on Tap has come so fucking far. I was just actually thinking about that yesterday. Because I was like talking to my girlfriend about it. And I was like, I was actually on the first episode when it was like this video format. And like, and, like I showed her it. And I was like, said like, you know, like two years ago or something. I was like, damn, this has been a yeah. long time. Two years, 127 episodes. Um, like... I don't know, a hundred and something countries are listening. It's pretty cool. It's really cool, bro. It's really, really cool. Yeah. You got to interview yourself. Where's the, where's the Yucko interview? People have asked that, but it's boring, right? Like I, I love being on this side of it where I'm able to talk to people. Um, and every, I think each episode has like a little glimpse into whatever I'm doing. So I, I, I don't need a full episode. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Hey, but you're here, bro. You're here. Toys on tap. This is it. Um, this is it. Before you introduce yourself, I'm going to start it out by bragging on you, telling how yeah. I knew you, where it all came from. Um, yeah, man. Two years ago, I got this weird thing, wild hair at my ass or whatever, to start a video format uh, on Vimeo where I would jump on with different creators. And that's like where it actually had the beer and it actually was a part of um, the toys on tap. That's where that came from Uh, in that two years. Like I started that. um, I stopped doing that because I was like, God, I hate video format so much right now. Right. I think that's fair. Video is it's trash, right? Like I can't control everyone else's videos. And so it's like editing is a nightmare. And right, right. like those um, things you have to look out for, you're like, damn, I didn't realize that was above his corner, like right above his shoulder. It's something that's like copywritten or something. He might not be able to show it even, you know what I mean? Right. And then like there are things that I've started adding, like different audio clips and podcasts. You don't get in trouble. Dude, beer it up right now at 10 a.m. Yes. Um, And in those two years that we've come, like I had, if we're being honest, I had no business starting this like I, I wasn't in the toy scene like crazy. I had no business doing. It. I didn't know enough about what I was doing, but I took a leap and I did it. Um, in the two years since then, it's moved to podcast, which has been awesome. Um, it's like spanned different countries and all that stuff. Uh, I, my allergy to alcohol has gone through the roof, so I can't even partake in beer anymore while I That's do it. That part, yeah. Um, um, there was one episode where I uh, 
really early on where I did the interview at home and I tried something else. It was like whiskey or something crazy instead. Right. And my body freaked out on camera. So, but I'm happy that you're here because you were one of the first creators that ever I'm were like, let's Come do full circle. So introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. I'm Hella Radical Toys and I make uh, mostly just straight up bootleg toys. There we go. There we go. I'm I, a toy bootlegger. Yeah. And you come up often, often in most conversations because you're one of the facets of toy making. Well, thank you. That makes me feel very humble. There you go. There you go. We, um, I talk about your casts because they're clean. I talk about um, your colors a lot. I talk about you as being like a whole section of what it looks like to make toys because you are the bootlegger. Um, and so it's intense. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. And yeah, that's funny. Like, I feel like as like the time's going on, like a lot of people are doing a lot more original stuff. And like when I do original stuff, it just doesn't have the reception that, you know, my straight bootlegs seem to get. So I'm never going to stop doing original stuff. And, you know, I'm like working on a new little sculpt right now. And I've got a lot of little things going on. But I think that, you know, I'll never stop doing some straight bootlegs unless people just don't want me to. But, you know, people like getting their their dangars or whoever in the, the hella radical colors. Yeah. And the hard part is you can't stop doing it, right? Like you're that good at it. So oh, don't stop. And I have so much fun with it too, honestly. Like at the end of the day, like if I'm like all stressed or whatever, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to cast up a toy and see how it looks or whatever. And like, I get to look at it. And like, oh, this is fucking tight. Yeah. And uh, like, man, so you, like, I, I have so many, I don't even know where to start. We're going to start childhood, obviously. Um, you're the second episode where I've done this. When you're a kid and you're watching TV, what are some of the toy commercials that come to mind immediately? Like, like I was thinking, uh, right off the bat is Crossfire, just because of that, like, song was so just, I don't know, just, like, got imprinted in our brains, I feel like, when we were young, just, like, Crossfire. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> shown. I never even played Crossfire. I don't even know if I knew anyone who actually owned it. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge. But I definitely knew about it, and then like creepy crawlers. <laughs> They're squirmy and wormy and purple and green. The grossest little creatures that you've ever seen. Creepy crawlers. Fill the monster mold with the colored plastic goop. And make a creepy crawler from my yucky monster soup. They're ucky, yucky, squirmy, wormy, very scary, sometimes hairy, squiggly, wiggly, creepy crawling. Creepy crawlers. Gross out your sister. Embarrass your dad. You can be a little creep without being bad. Creepy crawlers workshop with plastic goop. And then honestly, I think I have a specific memory of uh, Power Rangers, Megazord, or whatever. So I remember like when that was like coming together, it was like really big. You're like, wow, look at that. It's Megazord. When evil space aliens threaten Earth, the mighty Morphin Power Rangers in their Dinozords morph to become the Megazord. The Megazord is part of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ultimate Battle System. Hey, I thought you were driving. Me? I thought you were. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, too hot to handle. 
gigantic thing. Yeah, and I have a love for like you've seen my love for the Megazords, but I ask you those because I'm going to play those commercials right here. Um, right, oh. <laughs> and it's back to back too. You listed three. Usually, like one um, last week, they only listed one, but you listed three. So, welcome. You guys are here. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I love it. Um, as your kid, um, I have to start with this. What do toys look like in your life? How is it like? infiltrating every aspect of who you are as you're growing up yeah I, I think a lot of people know my love for the turtles and like as a kid you know it was definitely those turtle toys that i was always looking for and collecting and just uh and i think that that's definitely been in my life from childhood all the way up to adulthood you know and like the inspiration i've always gotten from like the card art of those and just the sculpts and just the wild turtleness of it you know what i mean from the 87 cartoon is really what what got me into it more i was born in 88 um but yeah turtle mania i think is definitely what what was solidifying me i'm sorry if i'm answering the question wrong uh no there's no hey this podcast all about you there's no wrong well thank you but yeah so i think you know the turtles permeated everything and that definitely got like when i think about me as a kid playing toys it's definitely like turtle toys i played with a lot of he-man toys too that i think were like handed down to me because i don't remember watching the he-man cartoon as a kid i just like had the toys yeah i was like, like skeletor or whatever and like i knew him but i don't remember watching the show i don't know i had so many toys like that that i can't remember uh that have no connection to me there was a what's the he-man right, yeah, like, guy yeah he, the he-man guy that has two heads and his arms are like i don't know his name I don't even know that one but either. But my grandfather had it at his house, and I remember playing with it. I had no connection to that dumb toy. Right, right. And like I remember, like my mom, I remember told me she's like, "You loved Skeletor when you were a kid." And I was like, "How? How did I know him? Like I had the yeah. toy, but like I didn't. I wasn't watching cartoons. And like if because if I did, why would I want the bad guy? It, that's see. Also, are you like a silver super villain? Right? Like your mom just shouted out, "Like you loved Skeletor." Like okay. <laughs> But right, exactly. So the when you grew up, I mean, we're not too far apart in age, a couple years. So born in '88, you get the like the beginnings of or the ends of Turtles, kind of like the middle, and then you get the worst part of Star Wars. What are the things that you have most of in as a kid? Like, what are the most toys? Oh, I definitely had the most turtle toys. Oh, okay. like, that's like what I wanted. And that's like, even, you know what I mean? Like going to like a thrift store with my aunt or whatever. I'm like, I'm looking for turtles. Yeah. So here's the question. How come you haven't bootlegged a turtle? Well, okay, I did, but I did the reaction. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I guess I haven't done any five or like I haven't done anything above the 3.75 scale. And I guess that's why. Like I even have like a Donatello I've been looking at. And I'm like, I want to, I want to make this Donatello. And I just haven't. Yeah. Maybe now's the time. For this new movie, the new Turtle movie releasing in August. Ugh. Okay, but it's not going to be great, right? Like, we, I already am counting it out. What, the movie? Yeah. I hate to say I'm more stoked for it than I am, like, the last two that came out. Yeah. They just, uh, they Michael look Pace so, they look so crazy in the newest ones. Yeah, they do look really crazy. But, I don't know, I, I'm down for it. I like the animation. Like, John Cena is going to do the voice of Rocksteady. Okay, I'm down for that. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, I think we can't count it out. Well, okay. I only count it out because it's like I think the the original ones are imprinted on my brain, right? Before I even knew what the turtles were. 1990 live action movie. 
just like the greatest thing to ever have existed. And then, like, as an adult, the scariest thing that's imprinted on my brain is um, you can Google what the suit of one of the turtles looks like now. It's all rotten. <laughs> yeah. And my brain is like, like, the death of the turtles is what comes to mind when you see that. They uh, NECA did, like, the release recently of, like, the turtles as, like, horror icons. Mm. And they did Michelangelo as the mummy. And they definitely, like, for one of the heads, they use that as, like, the the um, inspiration for sure. Like, he has, like, two heads. And one of the heads is definitely, like, that rotten mask like, where, like, all you can see all the teeth with, like, no lips. Oh, my gosh. I need to buy that just because it freaks me out. Yeah, you honestly I, do. Oh, my God. I just want a piece of, like, because I think that uh, you can buy pieces of it. There's just, like, I don't know. How Vin- would it be to own that scary-ass head? People come over, you're like, hey, yeah. you're freaked out. <laughs> I would just put it on and like run around the house. God. Um, like yeah. Oh, dude. I, you know, the fact that she hasn't left me in like, I work That's with harsh for the long haul. Yeah. I work with harsh chemicals. There's toys everywhere. My life deals with toys. Like, I do toy interviews. I do this stuff. I go to Designer Con and she's still like, let's do this. I'm in. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Cheers to her. Cheers to her. Cheers to her. Cela, if you're listening, which you're not, cheers to you. Um, as you like you get older, um, your life can go one of two ways, right? Your parents get rid of all your toys, they keep all your toys. Which path do you take? Okay, so we kept all my turtle toys and some Simpsons memorabilia that I had just because that was also a thing I liked a lot as a kid. I didn't have a lot of like Simpsons toys, but I did have like some of like the Burger King ones and like like a Bart Simpson plush or whatever. Yeah. And I and I ended up uh, handing those down to like my cousin. My cousin had three boys. And I was like, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like the same thing for, for like me. It's the like who knows where those like He-Man toys came from. They're like playing with like some old vintage uh, yeah. turtle toys. So I did that with the turtle toys. And then I did have some. Uh, I worked at like Goodwill when I was 18. And so there I was like buying like little toys like Star Wars and shit like that. And then I got rid of those because I was dumb and, you know, I was like seeing some girl at the time. She was like, oh, you can't have these toys. I like, I like look back on that. I get so mad. Like, fuck that dumb ass bitch. Like, and fuck me for listening. What the hell? Like, what, that's so stupid. I never like whenever someone, cause I remember those moments. Like I saw women, it's like all of a sudden my eyes open one day and I was like, oh, I need to grow up and get rid of everything. Right. I want to go back and kick the shit out of my younger self and be like, you're an idiot. 100%. I'd be like, damn, you know how much I'd love to have like those vintage Star Wars toys that I had then right now? <laughs> yeah, like you, like there was a time in which I had every, I mean, they were power of the force, but I had every power of the yeah. force figure and everything. And I got rid of it because I was like, I, I'll never get a girlfriend if I have these. Right. And now look, now you have a wife and you're yeah. doing this. I know. I I circled back. Also, like some of the toys that we got rid of as kids are worth some crazy money. Right. And even if it's not, and even if it's not worth, I mean, even besides the worth, like, even if you just want it, you're like, now it's, you got to pay that. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, like, it's not like, cause there's some stuff I'm like, if I had that, I wouldn't sell it for that right now, but now I can't get it because it costs that. Yeah. Like, I think the worst part is I'm like doubly throwing money into the economy. Like, I had all these toys, got rid of them all, and now I'm spending all my time rebuying them. Right. Right. That's funny. And it's done like, one of my the ones that I'm doing right now is uh, Earthworm Jim. Um, oh, I loved those toys. But see, that was I was really blessed too because I had like two best friends, these twins, Max and Alex. Yeah, 
they're my best friends forever. So like stuff that I didn't have, if they had it, I at least could go to their house and like play with it and have hell. Yeah. And they had some sick Earthworm Jim characters. See, Earthworm Jim like was a badass cartoon and a badass like game. And I remember having it on Sega Genesis. Yeah, right. I was going to say, playing some classic Sega Genesis to Earthworm Jim, and then got the yeah. little toy right there. Like, this is sick. And then I like I had all of them when I was a little kid, got rid of them, and now I'm buying them and keeping them carded because they're, they're only like 30 bucks for a mint-on card. <laughs> and why not then? You yeah. know what I mean? And so right. my, you, want, like, you want one of the like 10 back, like original turtle, like unpunched card and like they get a little pricey. Like yeah. I mean, sometimes you can still find them for like a hundred bucks or whatever. But even then you're like, do I really want to pay right. a hundred bucks right now? Like, which isn't a lot of money, but at the same time for me, it's not like I have like a great place to display it. So I'm like, I'm going to buy this and I'm just going to be in a box. Yeah. And I, I got to say this, like, this is heartbreaking. I don't have a giant connection to the turtles. And so no, it's no. like. Having like buying it, the one that I have now is like any, um, you know, those dumb like knockoff turtles. The like, yeah, you're the, you're the bootleg turtle, now. yeah, and like the heroes of the world fighters or whatever. Those right. are what I'll buy. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, the galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have an engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved, DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE Toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. Well, and they're good too, though. They're especially when they have that like the packaging that looks like so close to the yeah. original, but also just not. You're like, I just yeah. My goal is to make t-shirts, and I want to run like a whole thing where it's like you can get a ten pack of all these different turtle shirts, but it's just the knockoff ones. That would be sick. I would. I'd rock the shirts. People would, and the, you'd wear them. And they'd be like, "What the hell is that? Like, it's a Ninja Turtle." Yeah. Like, what do you think of this? Yeah. Amicable circulating or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did you, so you donated all those turtle figures to family members. Did you end up getting them back or no? Nope, nope, nope. I live here now with that family and uh, I haven't found any hiding around any of the boxes around here. I've been like kind of, you know, keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. Those dicks. They got rid of them. <sighs> you know, you know how it is. Kids play hard with toys. Yeah. They played with, like they maybe they just junked out. That's real. That's real. So like, I remember my Filet. I played with my Ray Filet so much, and he was like sun bleached. And also, I played with him in the water, like in the bathtub a lot as a kid. And I was like taking a bath, so he yeah. just like his like color was like bleached out for sure. Oh yeah, and there's only a few toys that made and lasted the test of time. Right, like uh, I only have one um, that I remember that lasted for forever. It was that Iceman Toy Biz one, but usually oh, yeah. they they all got messed up. I fucking love Iceman toys. Speaking of that, because there's another one that wasn't that. They, I think it was still Toy Buzz, but it wasn't the one you had. Mm-hmm. I think it was a, a one right before it where you like to like freeze like part of his little thing. Maybe I think like put yeah. some water in like, his little like so it looked like he was like sliding on the ice. Damn. See now I want to go get that one. This is the problem with talking toys. Right. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And those Toy Buzz X Men toys were always so sick, man. And you're like, whatever. Look at this bulky Wolverine. Yeah, and I've heard, uh, I mean, I've heard tale that Toy Biz is coming back full force. 
Well, I hope so, because they're bringing back the 90s animated series, right? They're, like, continuing the 90s animated X-Men series now. Like, it's going to have, like, a new season. Yeah. So why not have some toys that go along with it? Here's Okay, so here's the broken part of my brain that you might connect with. Uh, did you ever... You probably got a couple of the Marvel Legends retro, right? Yeah, yeah. 375. Um the broken part of my brain is like, ah, those are, those are cool. Like I like them, but it's just like for molding and casting. I'm not going to do anything with it. I agree. Once they announced they weren't going to make them, my fucking brain was like, I got to collect them all. <laughs> I feel that too. I, and see, it's funny as I only have Iron Man of those ones or whatever that like came out. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, man, someone looks sick. I'm like, where's that Venom or whatever. I need that Venom figure. <laughs> like, yeah, I have I, none of I was them. Like, at the Iceman, and I was like, I don't think I'll mold and cast this because it could be anything. But damn, it looks sick because it's Iceman. <laughs> right. Like I have the hard part is like I have nothing. Um, none of the figures. I cut one up a long time ago. Uh, and so now it's like I'm starting from scratch. And it's like this is the worst time to start. It is the worst time to start. But I'm going to. I'm going to do it, pay my dues, hang them on my wall so I can look at them and drool. Yeah, why not? So as you go into toys, give me – there's a gap here, right? You get rid of your toys. That dumb lady was like, no one collects toys, Um, which, hey, bless her. It's really just our dumb selves that are doing this. Right, right, exactly. We should have stuck up for ourselves and be like, hey, if you like me, this is what I am. Yeah, but we, we don't know that that's an option. So you get rid of your toys. Take me to like we skip over quite a big portion. When quite do you come portion. back? Honestly, um, I still so I got rid of my toys, but then slowly but surely I like see like something and I like oh I'll buy that or keep it or whatever you know see it at the at the thrift store. So like slowly but surely, almost like right away, I'll say it started coming back. Yeah, and then like my little brother got into Funko Pops, and I was like, okay, these are kind of cool. So I bought some pops, and then once I bought some pops, I was like. I was like, oh, yeah, I used to love toys and stuff. And so, like, as soon as that happened, which I think for some reason was, like, I don't know. Because also, I started collecting some um, resin figures and these, like, Keshis from this guy, Voodoo. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, like, late 2014 or early 2015. He, he started doing, um, but he was doing, like, Free Art Friday, like, art drops, like, around Sacramento, but also my smaller town of Roseville. And, like. And he was doing these sick-ass little Keshis that he just, like, were, like, wooden little things that he painted. And I loved them. I was like, okay, that's really cool. And so I started following him, and, like, he was in, like, the resin scenes, but without casting yet. And then he got into casting and molding and, like, made uh, me, like, a little diver. And, like, from then on, like, I was just, like, what? Like, I was, like, full force back into it. So I'll say, like, around 2014, 15, I really started buying whatever I wanted again, like, as far as toys went. Yeah. That means you're almost 10 years back into this. How did yeah. you find Voodoo? How did you find that first guy? Okay, I swear to God, it's because I was working at this restaurant, and right next door to this restaurant was this dope-ass little store called Quality. And the dude, uh, Quality, he just uh, sold, like, just, like, sick shit. Like, he had, like, some sick-ass, like, Supreme clothes and just, like, kind of that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he uh, also sold coffee that he made there. So I'd, like, go get coffee or whatever, and I saw, like, the figure. And I was like, okay, what's this? I was like, because I always have been into art, that being said. Like, I still read comics, and I've always done my little doodles or whatever. Like, my entire life, I've always been doodling. And uh, so I saw that, and I was like, Catella is obviously something sick. And yeah. I was like, okay, what's this? Like, oh, it's this guy, Voodoo. Like, he does these free art drops or whatever. And like, and so that's how I discovered Voodoo. It's from, the, from working next door to this dude of that quality. 
dude, bless the, whoever that was working there. Holy hell. God, I can't. I honestly think his name is Capone. Capone? Oh, maybe, man. I don't know. That or maybe that was fucking dog's name. You know, that's how I, much of an asshole I am. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you get that first figure and you go full force. Um, the hard part is that's early Instagram, right? Hashtags are still not fully functioning correctly. Like, so how are you finding more? Honestly, just again, like I follow that guy voodoo and then it's like, Oh, he follows these people. And then like, and instantly got on with uh, following dollar slice. And then once I follow dollar slice, it's like, Oh, then you see the suck Lord, you see killer bootleg, you see all these other people. And then just kind of went from like, you know, to like a flood right then. Yeah. And like, the hard part, too, is like those toys, I mean, their early work is incredible. Uh, I mean, they all do work that's incredible now, but like their early work is like unheard of because it was so new. Right, and right, right. Like as you're doing this, are you reaching out to these people to try to collect their work? What are you What are you doing? I'm mostly honestly just kind of enjoying from the scene. You know I mean? I've always been a wage slave living paycheck to paycheck fucking <laughs> – trying to get by with my rent so any extra i was uh like i wasn't saving that much towards that kind of stuff honestly i was yeah. buying more like at the time funko pops or like the little fucking mini mates just like other little collectibles from the comic shop rather yeah i have tried i have tried so hard to get into funko pops i don't it's i don't know what it is but i can't play with That's them like, not, i was gonna say they're not like the coolest i sold all mine i don't uh, i have like some around somewhere like i can't even see one but i do have some somewhere like but they're not not anything i collect or like yeah buy. i that's just i what i like about it is it's like a, it's like baby's first collectible like yeah. you get that and then once you get that you're like then you like discover some other like designer toy artist or whatever and you're like you know what i mean you're like oh, yeah. like it's fucking sicker and like keeps on going and then you're like all of a sudden you're discovering like indie artists you're like well this is fucking insane yeah, and the the problem that I have with Funko isn't even with Funko; it's the other people around it. You go to the swap oh, meet now, yeah. and it's yeah, like, and <laughs> yeah, and there's like thirty vendors, and all they're doing is selling Funko. And it's like, can you move to the back so I can go find the figures? Like, I don't care about I, you. I don't, don't want to look into this wall of Funko pops. Yeah, and I don't know how they happen? I mean, it's a straight wall of all these boxes. Yeah, and like, God forbid, I want one on the bottom. Like, if I want one on the bottom, this is over. You're like, what is this? Do I have to Jenga it or like? <laughs> Are we? Do I have to buy all of them? Yeah, it's it's a pain in my ass. But um, yeah, that's crazy. So you 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 start there. You get involved. You start like dabbling, seeing all this stuff. No, and man, I'm not gonna, as far as making goes, I was just drawing my pictures. And uh, John Dollar Slice was like, "You should be making toys." And I just like was like, oh, maybe one day." And then like in 2019, he was like, "Just come over and like learn." To make toys okay okay pause hold on hold on hold on you were he drawing you pictures making... and he yeah, just... out of nowhere was like why aren't you making yeah well because i was always like oh i wish i could sell my drawings i guess you know what i mean he's like yeah. you could sell toys I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> he's like i think you could he's like i think you could you know you i think you could put your life that you're putting into these drawings into toys and people might like it or whatever yeah. and then like even now still like he's like hey your bootlegs are great you gotta do some original shit i know you got great original ideas in there so he's always pushing me to to do more too. Yeah. And I think what's crazy is your drawings. I don't, I di- haven't known you since like that, all those times, but like your drawings are now your header cards. You now draw your header yeah, cards. Exactly. Exactly. Just this whole thing is just a way for me to sell my drawings. 
There you go. That's that's it. That's this is the tagline for the show. I don't even like toys. Just buy my drawings. No, I do like toys and I love it. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? I get to sneak the drawing in there. I'm like, huh, you think you bought a toy, but you also bought this original drawing. Yeah. And then you're going to get famous and it's just going to be really about that drawing. And will be like, look at this. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's about all. Hell yeah. I So you, you start doing, John reaches out. Man, it feels so weird to call him John. But he, he reaches I out. I, did season. I normally call him Dollar. And then for yeah. some reason I said there, And then he uh, reaches out, tells you to make toys. And yeah, then that. he's willing to show me the way. Yeah. Gets you to his compound. Walk me through that. You get to the compound. It's like an intensive, right? Uh, I mean, for me, it's like because it's just me, him, his wife, and his animals. And it was just a, you know, a, a learning experience. We just, he just got right into it. We smoked a couple of blunts and just fucking got right into the toys. Yeah. And that started you on, because this is not a, it's not a cheap hobby, discipline, whatever you want to call it. Right, right, exactly. I started out with just like a pint of both, you know, a pint of silicone, a pint of, of resin. Yeah. Or like and the sizes. Which, I love those sample sizes, but I burned through them. Yeah, you burn through them fast. Uh, I do like them overall too, but now I buy just the gallons. And then yeah. there's like people like buying even like the five gallons. I'm like, I wish I was that. That's where I want to be now. Five gallon guy. Yeah. Um. And as you like, you're in this, you, you called yourself a, a wage slave. How are you slowly beginning this? Is it like whatever money you have, you just throw towards resin and molding? Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, luckily, with life, I don't know. I was just, I loved it, I guess. So then yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I was like, money I was putting maybe other places, I stopped putting there for a while to put over here. Like yeah. other, like little, whether it's like food, or like I've always been in like disc golf. Like, so maybe I wasn't buying some discs, putting some money on here. Man, disc golf and toys. Holy hell. Me and uh, one trick pony, right? There we go. So uh, you do that. Uh, you learn. What's your first toy that you mold and cast? Well, okay. So Dollar Slice showed me everything when I was there. And what we took apart and made molds of was um, Walrus Man and uh, Chewbacca. Okay. Great. Great first options. My, right. And so those are my first releases right there. Okay. Just pink, pink non-articulated. And honestly, I have to... Uh, if it wasn't for Dollar Slice, I wouldn't be here. He helped me so much. He helped me with the concept of the name. He's like, you should. He's like, you can call the Chewbacca radiation name. And I was like, yeah, I love that. And now, like, because of that name that he said to like give the the Chewbacca, it like gave birth to like, oh, the nuclear winter soldier, which was like my uh, the Hoth trooper, the Hoth stormtrooper, or whatever. And like, I've added onto that, and it's kind of helped me create like the whole little world I have in my head for the whole thing. And so, yeah. like, thanks to him, nice. Which. As a side note, you and I have been talking for years about I want to design a backer card for those two figures. <laughs> yeah. It's been and it still hasn't happened over the years, but I'm yeah, it's I so, time's gone by so fast. Like it's crazy to think it's been so many years already for all of us. Like right. And I'm not stoked on I, I think maybe this is just the learning process, and maybe you you might know better, but like I wish that I was further along in in whatever I was doing now, but I've had to learn and stumble so often to try to get to this point. Right. No, I agree with that. Especially, it's also one of those things where for me, I just need to do it more. Like, I'm like, oh, 
I wish I was sculpting more, but, and then I, I tried a little bit. Like, I tried to mess around. I'm like, this is looking pretty sick. Why don't I, like, you know what I mean? I just have to get out of my head, I guess, and actually do it because then yeah. I'm pleased with the results that I thought I would be. Yeah. And I think it's, it, there is this crazy part where, like, especially with sculpting, I don't sculpt. I, I, I've tried it. I, I gave up in like seconds and then you look over and it's like, um, death and strawberries and curve floss just killing it. Right. right. Dude, death and strawberries definitely killing it. And curve always been killing it. But yeah, like yeah. as far as newer, like I feel like death and strawberries just came and was like, like for that heavy metal Hanukkah and stuff, like everything he's been doing is just really something cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see them do that. So you, you, you start doing that, you make your radiation ape, man, which is dope, dope. It's like such dope. a fun and the name. The name is really dope, man. Like that name is just so perfect for the Chewbacca, like with like my, you know what I mean? And yeah. like in that like neon pink glow in the dark, you're like, yeah, that's a radiation. Ape. What else? Yeah. What year is this? Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live. It's Toys Alive. Toys Alive. Toys Alive. Toys Alive. There's way cool artist unboxing. No way. Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Collector spotlight. Ooh, Current upcoming shows and drops. Drop. Giveaways. Short chats with artists. News from the hood. 100% indie all the time. That's, That's Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Uh, that was, so I, I did that. I learned in December of 2019, and then everything was like getting sold and released like March, I think, of 2020. Okay. Right when the shutdown happens. Right, exactly. Like straight up, exactly. Yeah. I like looking at that. So you're right before the pandemic wave of everyone that starts making, and you're just sitting at home molding and casting. Yes. And then once, yeah, exactly. I got home. I can't remember exactly. I guess I could probably look back on my page and see exactly. And then the first molds I made without any uh, insight or like the helping hand of dollar slice there is I made my creature from the Black Lagoon and yep. the, and the Hoth Stormtrooper, the snow okay. guy. And people, when you, oh, and then it was that like those are articulated, right? Yep. And then I, those are articulated with magnets. When you started making those and people started buying them, like, what is that feeling like? Because if you look back, you bought that first figure at quality, whoever, if Capone owned it yeah. or not. What's that feel like that people are now buying your stuff? It feels insane, honestly. It feels really insane, especially as someone who's been creating art forever. And like, because I posted like pictures on my Instagram, of like a drawing I did. And like, hey, if anyone wants it, like, let me know. I'll sell it for cheap or whatever. Like, I never does or whatever. So like to see anything that I've created like moving, I'm like, this is just insane. It releases yeah. all the I what's crazy too is um you I don't know what did what did we do? You sent me a turtle. What did we do? We trade? Yes. Mm, yes, we did trade for what did we trade? Uh, I'm guessing for the McCarbonite. Probably, but I got the turtle. It's dope. It's still I on my shelf. Like <laughs> right in here, I have McCarbonite, so that's why I'm thinking. I'm like, why for the McCarbonite? It's still genius. Like, you know, still, I look, I look at that thing. And I'm like, damn, this is fucking genius. I want to redo it. I think I'm going to redo it. Why not? Yeah, I want to redo it. I want to like make it better. I want to like because there are aspects of it. I, I think this is the hard part, right? This is what I was talking about. You look back and you're like, 
fuck, I need to redo some of those. Like some of those didn't come out as good as like, now I know I needed certain things. Now I know I need to vent differently or do whatever. And so to be able to say like, oh, this is McCarbonite 2.0, not messed up. Like, sorry. I don't even think the first one's messed up. I don't know. Mine looks sick as shit. One got, one was broken. Uh, It broke in the mail. The only one. And it went to uh, one trick pony. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. Dude, Somehow. broke my freaking heart. Broke my heart. It's okay. Hey, we learn. We live. We learn. What an artist, though, because he was like, don't worry, I'll fix it. I'll paint it back up. And he did it. He nailed it. He got it. That guy's a, the king of color match. Yeah, class act. So you have de- then, like, entered shows. Yep. The first show you- I ever did was the Little Slug Toys uh, Ikea show. What did you make? I made an IG-88 that I named, like, IK-3A. Great. I named him, and he, like, blue and yellow. Yeah. And then you started, it didn't stop there because you got a taste of what a little show was. Right. And then, uh, and then I can't remember even the next show, but I was just doing smaller shows for a while until I did, I did two shows for DKE. And yeah. then after that, it's a lot of fun, but for me, I don't know. My style just sells better in my store than, yeah. than some show stuff, honestly. It is a tough gauge. Like, at least with your store, you have an audience that follows you, so they want those things. Right, that's true. With DKE, when it's I so to tough. For DKE, I do some shit that it's like not me realistically somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, like, let's I, walk I, through I it. Years. So the first one's the prolapsed Krangus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which has the turtle doing the goatsy with a fucking Krang coming out of his ass. And, you know, I just, I guess I'm looking for, like, shock value for some reason when I'm doing that shit. Because that's not something I would just, like, make, like, so I was, like, thinking, I'm, like, what can I do for, for doves that, you know what I mean, that he'll like? And, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, that will sell. Yeah. What will people like over here? And I'm, like, rather than just doing something I want. Because I want to just do, like, some original shit. Like, honestly, my first time I was talking to Dev, I wanted to do my little mashup of the, um, of the Creature from the Black Lagoon and Walrus Man that yep. are called Creature from the Black Planet or whatever. And he was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so because of that, I was like, I don't know. I feel like I overthought it. Yeah. And then because I did that, and then I do like the Krangus. That being said, I think the Krangus, that is something I would do. But then I did the Sarlacc shit, which I still like too. Um, but it is kind of more like, I don't know. We were like even talking to, like I was like talking about it with uh, Aaron Gulagaba because he did the backer. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no one's going to want this. I was like, I don't think they are. I was like, this is really funny. And me and you are laughing, like having a good time making this. But I don't know if people are going to want to buy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I saw both of those it's come out. Two jokes. I don't really like a joke figure. Like, I wouldn't really want to buy a joke figure myself. So I'm like, why am I making it? Oh, that's, see, that's a good point. I, I don't ever ask that question. Like, would I want this? I never ask that question. See, okay. And everything I ever do, I do, like, for the most part, I do something I want. I'm like, would I want this? Hell yeah, I would. And then okay. like, but you know, I'm like a joke figure. Like, nah. Yeah. Not me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Couldn't be. So, because the, the crazy thing is you, there was that like, for a little bit there, like you, because you did little shows too when Bootleg Bonanza was a thing. He had right. some shows that you did and you've been in all these shows and you've like, but what shows more than anything is how clean your casting is like how clean those are like you can't get away from like 
the real piece or the real like beauty in the piece is like how clean your work is. Oh wait, I forgot. Oh, there right. it is. Yeah, they can't see it, but it's a beautiful cast. And you know, it's hollow body, which is nice. So sick. You say hollow body? Yeah, so no magnets over here, buddy. I'm these dangars. Bro. Are you moving away from magnets? Is that what's happening? Um no. Okay. Because I think magnets are hard to get away from. Um okay, the thing is, you know, it's just really hard to split these fucking bodies. And, yeah, without breaking uh, them. Right, exactly. And it's like the most nerve wracking part of it. Uh and this dengar just came apart really easy. So you know what? We're getting sick ass dengars that aren't uh aren't gonna be with magnets. Hell yeah. I the hard part that I have is I've broken a couple of them apart to like cast and, and mold and stuff. Um, Super seven figures don't always come like sonic welded perfectly or whatever. So they break. Yeah, apart. You literally just like, <laughs> you like move the arm and he like comes apart. You're like, oh, I guess yeah. I get to do this. And so, um, and then you get other ones and you try to break them apart and you like damage the whole figure. And you're like, right. and you're like, you're like, I've ruined this. This is, it, this is sucks now. I fucking hate myself. Yeah. I ruined like a star figure. You know now I mean? we need like consistency, but um, and so with those, I've I've done that where it's like, oh, just hollow body, let's do it. But making sure that it sticks back together so that people can move it is tough. It is super tough. glue is I not good. I, I do use super glue. I just wish that it was better. I don't know. Like so, like for this for the Dengar, he has like this fat ass uh, like thing there. Oh yeah, in the middle, yeah. Yeah, the middle. So I like try to just put super glue in there and then get it. And then like once I got and pulled it tight with all the limbs and stuff in. And then once that feels pretty good, I try to put like a little bit on the edges, the shoulders, and underneath. Yep. So that's yeah. smart. And it is good and it holds it, but yeah, it's not sonic welded. That's yeah. sure. Like I, I wonder about the longevity of it overall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I always probably drop this guy from 20 feet and maybe he'll pop right open. Who knows? Yeah. Well, hey, let's try it, right? <laughs> I the crazy thing is like having to warn people don't like this isn't a toy that you play like it's not the same quality. Uh, that being said, I do intend for people to play with mine, and I hope that you know what I mean. And no one's ever said like, "Hey, your shit broke so yeah. far." One like a magnet wasn't glued in good enough, and I was like, "Hey, a magnet came out or whatever." And I was like, "Hey, if you have some good super glue, if you can just get it in," I'm like. Oh there it should be good and he's like oh yeah that works fine sorry and i was yeah. like i'm sorry i don't know why that one didn't have enough glue or whatever but for the most part it all seems to work out so pretty well so far i can't tell you how many figures and you've probably done this too i've put the magnets in and like super glued them but i put them in the wrong way so the limbs are like okay, ricocheting so, off so what i do is i have like this one guy here that's like my he's like my base model and so everything gets modeled off the same guy so all my magnets are also the same and that helps me do it. you know what i mean it's like i'll put yeah. like the magnets outside of his arm here and i'll be like so the ones on the on the left side of this body are going to go in this way and the arms are going to go in that way or whatever and it works out pretty well for me to avoid that yeah well abe's a dumbass and messes up so take that <laughs> it does still happen though and but yeah. and then when it does happen because i do that i get like way frustrated i'm like how i'm like what the fuck was i doing yeah so here's <laughs> the question you know who um do you know Stanfield Toys? Yeah. Okay. Stanfield Toys. Um, man, I wish I knew his real name. I, I might. I can't remember it. Um, does he? I. Uh, he made a Goreville figure that was yep. this purple, like massively articulated thing. Um, 
Okay. I'll show it to you later. Purple, but I, don't know the, I don't know if I know a purple one. Yeah, I bought it and it was like, oh, this is so sick. From what it looks like, because it's magnetically articulated, it looks like he laid the magnet in and then resined over it. So you can't even tell the magnets there, dude. That's insane. That's something that like I think a lot of us think about. You know what I mean? But I'm always like, like it seems like it's going to be such a gamble for me. Like I don't have the way that, I, especially because I do this, the cut, cut molds, one piece molds. Like yeah. maybe if it was a two piece mold where I'm, I'm like, this magnet is correct right here for sure, and like set it in there makes a little more yeah. sense. But like for me, I'm like, damn, I'll put it up there. But then by the time I like inject the resin, who knows if it's like wiggled or just even flipped around. Real. And I think the hard part is for me, at least I would still drill, put it in and then re-resin. Like that's how I'm going to do it. That's good. I like that. But then it like, if you mess up, if it's the wrong way, it's over. It's worse. Than, yeah, it's even worse. Like at least with the super glue, you might be able to put a little acetone in there, loosen up the glue and yeah. get it out with like a craft knife or something. But yeah, that's your fuck there. Holy hell. So uh, what made you, as you're making these toys and you're putting them in baggies, obviously you're drawing them all. What, yeah, what's, drawing them all. Yeah, what's keeping you drawing them all? It's a perfect touch that not many people do. It's beautiful. What makes you do it? I don't know. I like to draw. <laughs> Basic. Basic. Like I, if, I, if I don't do one little doodle at work every day, I feel like I'm like I'm pissed off. I, don't know, I like to draw all the time, so it's just yeah, why not? Why not do them? And as you ha- have it's been fun. doing this kind of drawing and stuff and releasing them, from where you started with Dollar Slice to now, how how far have you progressed? What are you What are we talking like leaps and bounds? Are you working on new things, trying new techniques? Yeah, for both header cards and with toys, I think I'm come forward a lot in three years. That being said, actually, I wish I had more growth probably overall. Okay. But I think that a lot of people could probably say that they wish they had more growth in their in their time that they've done stuff. But I think like, you know, I think I've gotten I've hidden the stride with my header cards where I like where they look right the second. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for the last few ones I've done, I'm like, yeah, this is how I'm going to look for a while or whatever. Because they're kind of jumping all over the place for a while. Like, I don't know how I like it. You know what I mean? Like, and even like the materials, I'm like, do I like this watercolor? Or do I like this marker, like alcohol based marker you know what i mean or then i was like doing the color pencils and i was like you know what i mean yeah and i was like these color pencils back to these watercolors yeah dude i um, i think i think about that kind of stuff a lot like i the have you i you've done a couple carded figures are you moving towards carded is that something that you want to start doing more I don't think so overall. I think I'll do carded figures for special occasions and shows. And I know that some people think like, oh, collectors want something on the card or whatever. But I think that a lot of my collectors, for the most part, want the figure out of, you know what I mean? So I think yeah. in a bag, it's a little bit easier overall. Dude, anyone that says that know. collectors want cards needs to look at uh, B to the J's wall. It's just that's fair. That's full totally. of non And you know what's funny is because I, I don't do cards. When I collect stuff, I do. I am like a box collector. I want my stuff to be in the box or the or a card. Yeah. Like for like, so I don't know why I don't, but I think it's because with my shit, you want to play with it. You want to take it out and you want to for my glow in the dark stuff. You be light on it. You want to make it glow. You know what I mean? And you might want to set up a little scene and make them glow together or something. Yeah, you can't do that all the time. If they're just yeah, and trapped I trapped think... in that plastic prison. 
Right. And I think that's like where Dove um, worked with uh, Empire Blisters to make that new blister, which is perfect for now your yeah. figures. Which no, that is true. I need to get some of those. I haven't. I keep forgetting, honestly. Yeah, I I, I like those clamshells. I like it. I bought a bunch of them. Uh, at like when I saw them at Decon, but I haven't used them as much as I thought I would because some of my toys I don't want people to take out. Right, right, and then they're gonna instantly take it out if it's in there. Exactly. So, um, I made this guy commissioned. Yeah, sure he commissioned however many and um i was like hey they're not they're not toys like don't it's a toy but not a toy don't take them out and dude he got it right out of the box from the mail pulled it open and ripped it off the card and he was like my kid's gonna love playing with this what is this master deep in the darkest corners of our Digital sculptors are choosing body parts and combining them in unnatural ways. <laughs> they are making a mutant. The evolving group of worldwide toy makers has been collaborating digital sculpting and making a mutant on Instagram. <laughs> Making a mutant. on Instagram. <laughs> Join making a mutant on Instagram, a digital sculpting toy collab. And I was like, uh, okay, I guess. And then he showed it to me. He was like, oh, it looks like there's some stuff stuck on it. Maybe the paint was wet. And I was like, nope, bro, that's the super glue. You like ripped the card. <laughs> like, it was on there. <laughs> yeah, bro. It wasn't going to bro couldn't chill at all but it's okay hey he's paying me for it he can do whatever he wants so um you you were talking about um you want to be a little further i feel that like at a visceral level tell me about that like where do you feel i want to be making more original figures um and more original ideas just because i have a lot in my head and i think they're cool and so hopefully people will think they're cool and, you know, it's just like you can have something in your head and it doesn't always come out in the clay or whatever. Right. Or as easy as you want. But you know what I mean? I just feel like I got to just keep at it and make something. I don't know. I'm having fun. Yeah. Like, I've been messing with this epoxy sculpt and I did this. And I like sculpted on this guy. I'm going to make this guy a little different now. This little stormtrooper. Bro, those goggles look sick. Thank you. I'll turn it on. But yeah, so I've been trying to sculpt more, more little things. And this is just some simple epoxy sculpt. It's not even clay. Yeah. Um, so it's like sitting down there. But I got some clay from Curve to, to fuck around with as well. There's just a lot of stuff to do. And like, because honestly, I want to make some little collectibles that aren't also, um, that are more like a collectible, like designer toy, I guess, that doesn't move or anything and just okay. and doesn't have parts that would move that I just made not move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make some little things. I don't and- know what. What's so crazy too is like it's that balance of um finding something that everyone would want. Right, right, right. But also sometimes I like to make stuff that I just want, and then if it doesn't sell, at least I know I made it. There we go. Like I've been working on digital sculpt of like a burger frog. It's like a it's like a frog and like a hamburger bun. And I'm like, I think this will be a dope vinyl toy, like a little 
frog burger you get home and then yeah. like see them paint it up or whatever. So Are you know, let's talk about that? Are you digital sculpting now? What's happening? I mean, I just picked up Nomad uh recently, like yeah. a month ago or something, two months ago, and I've just been kind of lightly fucking around on it. It's uh the first time I've ever done anything like that. But it's uh yeah, it's fun. I'll grab my shit right now and I'll show you. Hell yeah. People won't be- we'll pause, hell yeah. yeah. So I'm trying I'm trying out digital sculpting. I'm trying uh and I've also been just drawing on uh, Procreate. Um, yeah. I've been inspired. I've been inspired by frogs and cutesy stuff lately. Okay. There's a lot of cute stuff out there. Are we talking like the when you say cutesy, like the kawaii? Oh, dude, it's coming out great. So yeah, there's my little frog on a fucking burger bun with like some cheese and shit. Dude, that's coming so out my, so good. First digital sculpt I'm trying right here. And then even for like like I said, Procreate, I've been messing like see like these like little feel good things. Like I yeah. see oh I don't know why it's like mirrored wrong, but I frog yeah, love you. <laughs> I love you. And then I figure, you know, because I see the shit on the internet. I'm like, people like this cute shit. And I like yeah. to make cute shit. So Dude, the frog and the cheeseburger. I um uh, yeah, I don't know what the learning curve I'm is. Glad you have that reaction, the frog and the cheeseburger. It sounds like you like it enough that makes me feel good that I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Well, because it's like, I think I I love the weird, right? It is it is weird. Um, and like, it's not like you're gonna eat the frog, right? Like it's just there. There's like, oh look at that! I was gonna eat my burger, and now it's replaced by a frog. Right. <laughs> I I think about that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, like one of my favorites is uh, Disgusting Justin and his little like. Uh, resin figures that are like Burger Bill and Root Beer Daryl, yeah, and right, <laughs> it has that cutesy vibe to it, and I'm all about it. Uh, that's that's dope. Okay, so explain to me what's the learning curve been? You picked it up a week ago. You're already sculpting? No, 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 no not a week, like a month ago or something. Okay. But yeah, I didn't watch any. I didn't watch any vids. I just kind of picked it up and started poking and prodding and seeing what happened. And this is what kind of started to take shape. And when I went in there. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? And I was like pulling on it. I was like, that kind of looks like a turtle. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do a turtle because I love the Ninja Turtles, but I don't want to do like, yeah. you know, there's no reason to sculpt a Ninja Turtle. There's, in my opinion right now, at least. I was like, I want to do something a little more original. I was like, I'll turn this into a frog. And I like made some changes. And I'm like, I'm making this a burger frog. Because I saw, again, like a little meme. It was like, hi, it's me, your BF or something like that. Instead of burger burger like, as a right. And she's like a frog on a burger. I was like, okay, that's funny. Yeah. So I'll do a burger. So uh, here I am. That's dope. I've thought about that because I think um, as time progresses, I'm falling away more and more from resin casting because chemicals and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and I love like I, I've made one original character and I, I love the idea of having like sculpted, but I've never sculpted. So I, I'm in a weird spot where I want to do that more. And it's either I'm paying a lot of people to do this or I'm learning a lot of stuff really quickly. Right, right, right. Uh, who did sculpt that? So, uh, well, I have um, two sculpts uh, that are happening right now. So, Astron was done by Motley Miss Creations. Okay, dude, fantastic work. Uh, Elixir Toys, all I done. Love, by him. Yeah, I love Elixir Toys. Um, and then um, the other one, Dimension X Toys is doing the second character of Astron's, like, that comic series. And I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you. Ready? Yeah. Okay. It's, um, so Astron in the second comic can, like, bounce interdimensionally. 
Perfect. And he gets to a place that is like completely destroyed by a war and everything. An octopus has found robotic parts and got into the jug of a water cooler and added arms and legs to it. So it's a robot with a water jug and he's in the octopus water jug. That is so sick. That's sicker than like a brain. You know, people be like, oh, it's a brain in a jug. Yeah. And his name is Ross. It's like robotic octopus support system or something like that. I love it, Ross. (laughs) But I like I can't sculpt. I haven't even, and I don't know if I have enough time to devote to like learning. And so, people like that that are just killing it already. Yeah, which and like, yeah, and it's hard to keep up in certain areas, right? Like I don't have, like your casts are so clean and your color usage is clean. So in order to like I think about it this way all the time. In order to get to certain levels, I compare myself a lot to other creators. Right. I think that's like I think we all create compare ourselves to other creators for yeah. a lot of and a lot of we might get that, you know what I mean? Imposter syndrome or like feeling like, damn, like yeah, yeah I get where it's at. And so getting and then the it becomes like, okay, next milestone. I gotta get to even close to Hella Radical so that I can get like clean sculpts and stuff like that. And it's like, right. well. Maybe that ain't happening. No, in time it all will. We'll get we'll get everything we want if we just yeah. keep it. So, with all that said, what's coming up? You got what's shows. You got anything coming? Drops? What What are we doing? Yeah, I'm in a show at the end of April called Staff Picks. Yep. I don't know how I got into this show. Uh, they reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you like to do something for this?" I'm like, "Yeah," but it's like. To me, it's like, I don't know, people who are huger names than me. Yeah. It's like Dan O'Brown and Steve Casino and Junk Fed and then like Hella Radical Toys. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, they, they must have thought I was someone else, but I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to fake it until you make it, right? Yeah. So I got that show coming up. That's the only show I have planned right now just because that's the only one I have planned. I don't know. Yeah. You're going to work with DKE coming up soon? I don't know. Just because my DKE stuff, like I said, I get in my own head about it a lot. And then I end up creating something like the Sarlacc shit. And I felt like three of them. And I'm like, why did I do this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, uh, like, I do want to work with DKE. I have some ideas. I'm just not wanting to make them right now, as dumb as that might sound. Like, you know what I mean? I have ideas that I think will be good, ideas that are funny and fit the theme for what they do over there a lot as you know what i mean yeah um so i so i will do something but right now i think this year 2023 i'm going to focus a lot more on just hella radical toys itself and growing uh, as an artist and the person i guess you know what i mean yeah which I, there's a, I want to make some more original stuff like i really do there's a lot of people i'm getting a lot of inspiration from for both digital sculpting and sculpting on top of already existing figures and sculpting from clay you know what i mean so i want to just i want to really just get my hands in all all of that this year and see what happens i mean like that's crazy admirable to want to just focus on you as the artist like that's dope like i i just want to create do that. that people really are like feel good to own you know what i mean yeah uh, every time i create something i want it to make people feel something and maybe want it at least feel something if they don't want to be like, whoa, that is like cool to see. Yeah, that's like I guess even like 
art in the first place. Cause I remember being like a little kid seeing something where there was like some graffiti on a train or something like, Whoa, that was so rad. Like how that looks like I got to fucking try to create something that's rad. So yeah. I hope I can just stuff that people think is rad and make them want to create shit that they think is rad. Bro. Love that <laughs> so much. I feel like this whole interview, I sounded so dumb. I'm sorry, people out there. Thank you for liking me and loving me. No, 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 no. Um, so we have uh, another new segment that pops in and out every once in a while um, from creator to creator, creator to collectors, all that stuff. It's the yeah. tips and tricks sections, your choice to whatever you want to share. What is a tip or trick that you would share to a new creator or to a collector or anything? What is that? Mm, if you're, if you're for, for creators, if you're making some molds, don't make your sport pour spouts way too long. Don't make them too short either, but I think I see a lot of them. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, that's, that's fucking five grams of resin or like 10 grams of resin just for that sport, pour spout. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true. That's uh, a good one. So maybe that, and then use more glow in the dark because everyone loves glow in the dark. Fuck yeah. You more glow in the dark. More glow in the dark because there's creators out there who don't make like glow in the dark stuff. I'm like, well, that should be glow in the dark. Yeah. There, dude, that is probably my favorite thing about Toys Alive when it comes on. Everything that they have on there for some of the nights are like glow in the dark. Yeah. So it's sick. True. I want everything in the world to glow in the dark. Like, honestly, I want to just like yeah. walk down the street like, ah, oh, there's that glow in the dark, whatever. Hell uh, yeah. For collectors, collect more stuff. Make sure you're getting the sick shit before it's gone. There's some sick creators out there now. And they're like, and it's like one of those things where you're like, damn, that's sick. And then you're like, you blink and it's gone. You're like, fuck. Yeah. So you know what? Buy it when you buy it, people. Oh, dude, that's the tagline for this episode. Buy it when you buy <laughs> it. <laughs> that's so good um, you don't know it might not be there the next time you want to holy hell that's so good um so as we approach to the last part of the episode um it's all about you as the creator you've tagged some of the shows you're going to be in um how do people get in contact are you in for collabs all that stuff how do I'm they get your work if you want me in a show hit me up i'll probably be in your show um Custom commissions are pretty much almost always open for figures that I already have molds made of. I'll cast you up whatever you want that I have. Uh, reach out to me through email or DM. I think you could even email me through the store if people do. So there's a lot of ways to uh, to get a to get a hold of me, dude. It's always such a pleasure having you around. It is a pleasure to be here, man. I love it. Thank Would you, you so much. I remember one time we did like some trivia and I gave away some shit. It was fun as hell. Oh, okay. Wait. So before we cut the episode, then I need to tell you about something that you can be a part of. This is the first announcement of a Toys on Tap thing that we're doing. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay. So I'm going to partner with someone. Um, We'll release that as it comes closer. Um, It'll be the end of this month. Because you will have been on Toys on Tap, it's for all artists that have been on Toys on Tap. We'll select five to ten each month, and we run something called a bootleg market. And Hell it's yeah. me and someone else, and we're on IG Live, and then the artist pops in, they talk about themselves, they talk about what's going on, and then they bring something or so, like a run of something or whatever uh, that they want to sell. And so all the people that are on it can just pick it up right there. Just one more platform. I love it. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, here, I got these five blah, blah, blah available yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. And then here we go. Here's the best part. 
I I don't want to cut. I don't want anything. I just want to give everyone a platform to sell more stuff. You're a good guy, Abe. Hey, maybe. I did flip <laughs> someone off the other day, so maybe I'm not that good. <laughs> One way ticket to H Town. Hey, how dare you? I'm not going to heck. <laughs> well, heck is worse worse than hell. I know. Yeah, dude, uh, dude, that's so good. So, um, uh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm stoked that you were on. Thank you so much for being on Toys on Tap. Um, hey, thanks. I love what you do. Love you, man. You're a good guy.